day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, hitting cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hare. Hey, Karagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Vega. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Yeah, they've been working with us for over seven years, and we really appreciate their support, and and likewise, we love to support them. What a great organization. Hey, we're here with Arvina and uh, Martin, and she's with the director of Emerge Wisconsin. And Arvina, welcome, and I'm wondering if we could just uh, hit off the show here with a quick update from your governor of Wisconsin, uh, Tony Evers, and then maybe comment on what uh, the governor has to say and then also get into our conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's hear it from Governor Evers. Hey there, Native Roots Radio. Governor Tony Evers here with my weekly update. Earlier this year, I proposed a comprehensive budget plan to address our state's long-standing workforce challenges, support working families, and maintain our economic momentum. Fortunately, despite having a record budget surplus, Republicans in the legislature rejected many of those efforts. But thanks to my strategic line-item vetoes in the budget, I've ensured ample state resources are readily available for legislators to address the most pressing issues facing our state. September 20th, I'm calling a special session of the legislature to complete their work on the budget and pass my comprehensive plan to address our state's chronic workforce challenges. My workforce plan makes targeted investments in high-needs areas of our workforce, especially our health care and education workforce that we know has struggled for years. These challenges have plagued our state for generations and they will only continue holding our economy, our families, and our state back Republican lawmakers don't address this issue with the urgency it requires. We've seen what can happen when we work together to address critical needs, reach bipartisan consensus and compromise, and put the people of Wisconsin first. I'm optimistic that we can do this again. Thank you. Back to you, Robert, and Native Roots Radio. Wow, thanks, Governor Evers. Uh, Arvina, uh, we got a special session coming up here in Wisconsin. That sounds good. (laughs) I mean... A special session in name, um, you, we, you know, with the Republican-held legislature, um, the, we can be pretty assured that they're going to go their standard gavel in, gavel out without accomplishing anything and without actually doing the work that the, the that Governor Evers is asking for, um, which is really disappointed and really short-sighted um, of the legislature um, and you know, is is unfortunately par for the course for for the Republican legislators and legislature that we have been um, that we that we are working with here in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, we all have these issues here across the nation, and uh, Governor Evers looks like he's trying to work on the you know the workforce with education and healthcare i know we have such a shortage here in minnesota of teachers since covid and even prior to that people working in the school district and goodness knows uh during covid we had so many people leave the profession of healthcare so it's a red alert uh all over uh, turtle island here absolutely and and these are these are fields that we that are so important to, you know, society functioning in a proper way, in a, in a way that that is, um, you know, helpful to all of its citizens. You know, uh, education. The Republicans seem to be convinced that that anything teaching, you know, teaching anything about history that is 
you know, cast even a semi-negative light on the the actions of 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 the American country, the United States at, at, at any time is somehow being un-American and not realizing that criticism is is very American and that it, it's important, you know, we everybody learns from making mistakes and 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 why shouldn't we acknowledge um, mistakes that were made in the past and and learn from them so we can be better? Right. And, and, and you can say the same thing about healthcare. You know, that's such a basic, basic, you know, important part of life, you know, making sure that people can go see doctors just for regular care, you know, uh, and, and not even including things like emergency care or to deal with cancer or for life threatening illnesses or injuries. You know, these are these are all really important to, to how we function as a society and and the Republicans sure seem hell bent on destroying them. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because I'm a lot older than you and really a lot older than Haley, a lot, lot older. And I can remember when a lot of our Republicans here in Minnesota were more centrist. It seems like now they, they cared about the uh, ecology. They cared about education. They cared about all these things. And, and it seems like the Republicans everywhere are just hell bent on not liking anything. Well, you know, you can take a look at at how narrow majority Republican majorities have led to uh, gerrymandering um, yeah. in in our states. Wisconsin being a prime example um, of of how gerrymandering can affect um, you know our elected bodies, our legislative bodies. And when you have safe districts, that means you can get people more at the extremes and you don't have competition. You don't have people competing um, on the basis of their ideas. You just have people, you know, um, trying to to reach out to the fringes and, and to figuring out, you know, where, where they can... I, I, they, 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 it just leads to more extremism. Yeah. They're for nothing. And, and that's, for we nothing. see that here in Minnesota too. They're against everything and for nothing. And the solutions are few and far between. And uh, that isn't always the way it's been. And so it's very disheartening. And I think uh, it was easy for me to complain about both parties at one time. And now I can't really do that because one party's insane and one other party's trying to do something. <laughs> it's just... You nailed it. One, <laughs> one side is saying we don't care about anything or, you know, we just want to stop it and we're going to throw out all these boogeyman or boogeymen, I should say. Um, and, and meanwhile, the other, the other side is trying to do things like I, one of our previous special sessions here in that, that Governor Evers has called and um, was it was ga- again gaveled in and immediately gaveled out was a special session talking about um, the lack of of childcare here in Wisconsin and mm. that is absolutely a workforce development issue as well. I mean, how how can how can we make sure that folks are able to go get jobs and work out of the home if they have kids that they need to watch and and you know that then our economy remains stagnant we have you know issues with people that need help financially um because childcare is too expensive and there isn't enough of it um you know it's it's just it's ugh, it's more of the same unfortunately well, hopefully the pendulum will switch back more to uh, liberalism and moderate, because it always seems to uh, swing, and it's been it's swung uh, since the Reagan administration. Uh, middle class has been uh, deteriorating because of uh, the trickle down BS that they thought would work, and the busting of unions. And here we are, you know, forty years later, um, and it's really come to its fruition. But hey. We're here with Arvina Martin, and we're so glad to have you. You look good. I know last time I talked to you, you weren't feeling good, so it's oh, really... No. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that in the next segment, but maybe what we could talk about is just switch a little bit and talk about what's coming up for Ho-Chunk Nation this weekend. Oh, yeah. And, Big weekend. 
Yeah, and talk about how uh, our government works, maybe. And that would be really cool to, to educate our uh, people out there. Absolutely. All right. Hey, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm Oik, and we'll be right back. If the statistics say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it means our whole community is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by, stand up. Don't engage in acts of sexual violence and shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, I'm Mary T. of the Mary T. Family of Companies. Our new Camellia Rose Assisted Living and Memory Care is a bold reimagining of what assisted living can be. Our emphasis is on creative meals, outdoor walking paths, and a spectrum of restorative therapies and activities. We are founded on a history of care. We are dedicated to enriching lives. Learn more about Camellia Rose Assisted Living and Memory Care by visiting MaryTInc.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Nactis Four Sisters Farmers Market every Thursday on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis from 11 to 3. Yeah, that's where all the groovy people go. I'll be there uh, having lunch and a little little fry bread pizza and saying hello to running into some Ho-Chunks there too, a half a dozen each time, and I just give them a big uh-hoo. Hey, we're here with Arvina Martin, and she is the director, executive director of Merge Wisconsin. And uh, Arvina, let's talk a little bit about Ho-Chunk. And I know we have a lot of people listening to us uh, in Wisconsin and here in Minnesota and all over Turtle Island. And I know all governments, uh, native governments work a little differently. And we have four branches and we have a very important weekend, Saturday specifically, coming up. Yeah. Oh, before we do, can I just can I just uh, throw out fry bread pizza? Is that what you said? Did I hear yeah. fry bread pizza? Yeah. I've never had that, but I'm intrigued and I want to subscribe to that newsletter <laughs> that in, involves fry bread pizza. <laughs> well, when you come up uh, for another concert, you and your daughter, I'll have to meet you at the powwow grounds and we'll have one. Yeah, can we get Beyonce to come back again? We'll we'll do it for another Beyonce concert. <laughs> That's the only way you'll come into God's country here. No, 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 no. But it would be kind of cool to share a fry bread pizza with Beyonce. That's right. That would be. That would be. <laughs> yes, I, saw a, but- I saw a great concert at the fair. Uh, Brandy Carlisle. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but I just uh, love her, and she just rocked. She was it. in the Go Go's, right? No, that's uh, that's not Brandy. That's uh, that's Belinda. Yeah, Belinda. That's right. Belinda. Oh my goodness, my bad. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Let's move on. I'm sorry with the chit chat. Yes, no, yes. I, I got sidetracked. No, yes, we have a, <laughs> a, a general council this weekend. Our fourth branch of government here with the Ho Chunk Nation. Um, you know, people that don't quite get what that is. This is a 
a time where the general membership um, of the Ho-Chunk Nation get together to meet to create um, uh, resolutions and vote on them and help guide the policy um, that that the uh, Ho-Chunk Nation legislative, judicial and executive branches will then have to either you know, uh, whether they have to, what's the word, implement those decisions or those decisions are guidelines, the resolutions are guidelines for them to work by. Um, for people that aren't familiar with this kind of fourth branch, this general counsel branch, branch, excuse me, I kind of liken it to those like old timey New England town halls where the whole town gets together and they're in, they're in it like a gym, like the elementary school gym and... <laughs> talking about potholes or something but <laughs> but it's yeah. a chance for all of us and and for for all citizens um all adult tribal members to come in and and speak and make their voices heard and present resolutions for for ways that they want the tribe to go in terms of um legislative direction etc um and you know it's it's a long day, but it's direct democracy in action. Absolutely. And uh, we haven't had one in a few years because of COVID and other reasons. So I know we've had attempts uh, the last year, and it was really fun because uh, for me, I got to see relatives I haven't seen in a long time because of COVID and also relatives I've never met before. So it's kind of a social thing. And and I'll have a booth up there for District 4 representatives, and I'll be handing out T-shirts. And um, stop by, Irvina, I'll get you a District 4 T-shirt. You can be an honorary member. And, I'll be honorary uh, D4. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just to get to know people. And, you know, D4 is all over the country, and people come in from all over the country and just want to meet people face-to-face -face and, and, and get ideas of what they would like uh, to see in their government. So it's a very important time. And I always like to remind people when I have a chance is that we're the only, we're, what's different about our government is not only the other branch, but our government gives back to our people directly. And that's something that I think is really important, whether it's medical services or, 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 you know, things to help them, whether it's housing and work on things like that. And so I'm really proud to be uh, a citizen of Ho-Chunk Nation specifically. Likewise, you know, um, I, I, and, and one of those, the ways that I, you know, felt that pride was during the pandemic and watching um, our health department, which I, you know, full disclosure, um, the executive director is my sister, um, oh. but I was very, very proud of her and her team's efforts, specifically regarding vaccinations. Um, once the COVID vaccine came out, and and you know, we the the nation had had. Uh, vaccinated all of our our high risk tribal members, and then the rest of their tri of our tribal members, and then had had an extra supply, opened up the the you know uh, um, opportunity for um, anybody who lived in Wisconsin, native or Ho Chunk or not, um, mm -hmm. to to be able to go up to one of our facilities and get vaccinated, um, and I know that. I was really proud and I know that I had friends from high school who maybe had moved away who had texted me about say or or messaged me on Facebook about you know my parents haven't are are older and haven't been able to get their vaccination through the county or through the state whatever but can they go and 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 the amount of pride that I could say that that the Ho-Chunk Nation was was working to do something for our community outside of just the Ho-Chunk Nation. So after making sure that that we were, you know, all the tribal members who needed vaccinations got them, were able to extend that helping hand. And I, you know, that to me very much exemplifies what it means to be Ho-Chunk, you mm -hmm. know, um, helping out your community and making sure you're taking care of everybody. Yeah, that's a really good point, Arvina. Uh, you know, when I went and got vaccinated in Black River Falls, the governor, lieutenant governor, and a couple other uh, politicians were there to watch how well our uh, healthcare 
people were were running this and giving shots and how they were running it, it was like almost a model of the state in the very very beginning of uh vaccines Absolutely. I mean, it was a well-oiled machine. I I got my vaccine um, at the House of Wellness in Wisconsin, uh, Baraboo slash Wisconsin Dells. And mm-hmm. they, I mean, it was amazing to see the efficiency um, and mm-hmm. getting checked in, getting your, and move to getting your, your, the actual shot and then move to the observation area. Um, and there were, right. you know, there were snacks and beverages during that, that waiting time. And I also remember it being similar to what you were saying about general counsel. The first time I'd seen relatives yeah. and, and, you know, the hard part being that you had to stand, you had to social distance from them and all you wanted to do was give them a hug, but how amazing it was to see them, you know? Right. Um, and that those, those vaccination clinics were so well run. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I think that people sleep on us and think, Oh, well, it's just a small group of people and they're not really doing all that much. And 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 here was this example of, of, of the nation doing something incredible for the state of Wisconsin at large. Um, and I'm, I was so proud and I was so proud of my sister for, for the efforts that she and her team made and made, made those clinics so well run and so efficient. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Really good point. I'll be really happy to, uh, see relatives and see what's going on because it's been a while we've had, uh, Matter of fact, I've been elected as a representative of Ho-Chunk Nation prior to the or after the last general council that we've had. So it'll be good to see people again and um, just just to see people and, uh, you know, to make to make quorum and all those things. And and, and, and now that I'll, now that I'm an elder, I get to sit in the front. So that's a good one. <laughs> oh, Look at you sitting in the front. <laughs> Baby elder, getting those special special elder meals brought right to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing but fun at the same time too. No, not embarrassing. You earned it. That's that's what being an elder is all about. You've earned it. Um, no, I I agree. I I always I it it seems like a, a you know general council always seems like a family reunion in a sense, um, but with with a a strong sense of knowledge that you're there for a reason and mm-hmm. you're there for to, to, to help make this, excuse me, decisions to um, make the Ho-Chunk nation better. Right. And I think that that's what we all care about. And I think it's, it's important that we remember that, you know, that, that, that that's our goal. And I, and I don't think that people, I don't think that we forget that, you know, I know that we show up as tribal members and it's, it's so great to see people you haven't seen in years um, or since last general council, but, but people are there to vote and, and to make their opinions heard. And for those of you that don't know Ho-Chunks, we have opinions (laughs) (laughs) and we are not afraid to (laughs) make sure that people know them. Um, So I, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a really great expression of tribal sovereignty and who we are as Ho-Chunk people. And I, and, and it shows our values. Hey, absolutely. Uh, I wonder, Arvina, if you could hold on for another break and then maybe what I would like you to do is close out on something you'd like to talk about and then we'll let you go. Because I, I don't like uh, always guiding the conversation, but I know there's stuff happening that you'd love to talk about. And we could even talk about uh, <laughs> the crazy Republicans wanting to <laughs> impeach the president, too, if you'd like. Oh, boy. We, we can talk about that. <laughs> All right. We'll be, we'll be right back. This is Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake. Stay with us. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let let howl. howl. 
When a drunk driver hit my car, the structural integrity and safety features of my Toyota Sienna saved my life. I will always own one. That's it. That's the ad. I don't think I need to add anything else, but I'll gladly mention their sales team is attentive and friendly. Their service department is the best in the state and their vehicles. You can put a lot of faith in the quality and safety of a Toyota vehicle. The structural integrity and safety features of my Toyota Sienna saved my life. I will always own one. That says it all. Rudy Luther Toyota, five miles west of Minneapolis on 394. Eat Local Minnesota is a great way to find locally owned Minnesota restaurants and food purveyors. You'll find high quality food and unique eating experiences with dishes from around the world. Just visit eatlocalminnesota.com for your next meal. Bruner Supper Club invites you to Maggie's Lounge, an exciting new bar lounge. It's open Wednesdays through Sundays beginning at 4.30 for cocktails and light fare. And you don't need a ticket to enjoy the great atmosphere of Maggie's. So stop by Crooner's Supper Club off Moore Lake and Highway 65 for dinner, drinks, and live music from both big-name local and national artists. Cafe Latte combines a cafe dining experience with gourmet quality food. Plus, you can still do online ordering and takeout, along with gift cards. Just go to CafeLatte.com and choose from their ever-changing selection of award-winning salads, sandwiches, and soups. Cafe Latte is located off Victoria and Grand and online at CafeLatte.com. Fall is here and it's the season of changes. But you know what doesn't change? The fun and excitement at the National Eagle Center in Wabasha. Pack up the family for a perfect day trip and take a drive to Wabasha to join the celebration during their Soar Fall Flight Festival happening September 23rd and 24th. They're highlighting fall migration along the Mississippi River Flyway and celebrating Native American cultures and their connections to eagles. You'll meet the live eagle ambassadors, catch an exciting program in the beautiful Riverfront Amphitheater, and enjoy a front row seat to fall migration. You can explore native and indigenous cultures by visiting the exhibitor booths from Effigy Mounds National Monument, indigenous artist Inkpa Manny, and Native American craftsman Dick Mindykowski. Plus meet live birds from the Midwest Peregrine Society. Register for an unforgettable eagle viewing trip or behind the scenes experience and enjoy seasonal arts and crafts for all ages. It's a fall party with the eagles and you're invited. Get all the details online at nationaleaglecenter.org soar and schedule your eagle fun today. Turn to Auto Technical with your vehicle donation. Even though Auto Technical is a small nonprofit, we have helped more families with transportation than any organization in Minnesota. Since 94, we have reconditioned donated vehicles so they have a higher tax benefit. Call Richard at 612 919 5526. 612 919 5526 or autotech.org. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for clear skies tonight with a low around 51, Thursday sunny with a high near 82, and Friday a chance for rain with a high near 73. Nightingale is your cozy, comfortable neighborhood bar and destination restaurant serving delicious food and drinks. They have a menu comprised of snacks, bruschettas, and small plates designed for sharing but assured to satisfy your appetite. Plus, they have thoughtfully crafted cocktails. Find details at eatlocalminnesota.com. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by JS Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul, bringing you only the best coffee roasted to a perfection. Hey, I got to go up there and get get some coffee after the show here. First, I got to walk the dog. But hey, we're here with Arvina Martin, Executive Director of Emerge Wisconsin. And Arvina, I'd like you to uh, talk about what you'd like to talk about. I always kind of get carried away and I know there's things going on that are in the forefront of either Emerge Wisconsin or just, uh, again, it's good to see you. I talked to you on the phone wondering if you are going to come on the show last week and I was like, Who's this person that sounds like she's been smoking and drinking whiskey? She sounded like really <laughs> deaf. <laughs> and I went, I, oh, I, I had I, RSV. <laughs> I, I had RSV last week, and my poor daughter, what? she has COVID this week. What? So, yeah. So we've been, I, I'm sitting in my safe, my safe, you know, kind of quarantine space, but we're wearing masks all over our house. And I, oh. I did just want to say that I know that there is a, a new COVID kind of boom happening and mm. um, they're thinking that it's, it's less detectable 
um, it's a very, very specific strain and that, that, um, yeah, that, that it doesn't always show up on COVID tests. Uh -oh. Um, and it seems to be a bit milder, but that's, that's for regular folks that I, I don't want to say regular. That's not the word I want to use, uh, for folks to, it, it seems to be kind of, you know, uh, minimal effects for those of people that have, um, you know, strong immune systems that don't have any underlying conditions, but could still absolutely be devastating for our elders or for our mm -hmm. immunocompromised uh, relatives. Um, anybody that has <clears throat> uh, other things like asthma or things that might complicate their, their respiratory health. Um, so, you know, if you see me at general counsel this weekend, I'm going to be wearing a mask because I don't want to uh, get sick. I don't want to spread any illness. And on also a reminder that um, we need to be up on making sure that we get our boosters um, there. Those are, those are the people are, they're becoming available. Um, and yeah. from what I, well, they might be part of the next flu vaccine or they might be kind of bundled. I'm, I'm not sure if that's flu and RSV or flu and COVID, but rest assured, I plan on getting all the, the vaccinations that I can um, because I live, you know, with my mother who's an elder um, my daughter has asthma and I want to make sure that I'm protecting them as well as any other person that I come in contact with. So that's, that's just kind of an aside and, and part of the uh, conversation from yesterday or from yesterday, from our last, our last segment. And, you oh. know, just making sure I give those, those a little shout out. Yeah. Well, I apologize for that. I didn't realize that what was, what was going down and uh, you did sound bad and it's good to, uh, <laughs> There is a, a new vaccine coming, and I think I don't think they're bundled. I think they're going to shoot you in two different arms. But um, I'll take, I'll <laughs> yeah, take it. Me too. Uh, so wow, prayers up and uh, uh, for for your daughter and yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you know that's the thing we talk about here in Native Roots Radio. We have the CEO of Native American Community Clinic on almost every Monday, and we've been talking a little bit about the the vaccine and, uh, and, and the, this new strain, because yeah, I, I, people, it's been bizarre. People that uh, come back from a big flight, whether they're in Europe or whatever, they come back with a COVID and I'm just like going, wow, it's still a big thing. And give me another shot. That's all I have to say. Exactly. I'm, I asked my doctor, I'm like, is there anything else that I can get vaccinated for? Like, do you need to give me, I heard that there's leprosy in Florida. Like, do I need that? <laughs> you know, like, should I be, we've got global warning, warming, like it's been especially hot here in Wisconsin this summer. Do I need to worry about malaria? Um, <laughs> yes. For, for, for all of our friends, don't worry. I, I, I do know that there's not malaria happening in Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, but uh, well, how's that football team uh, without, uh, what's his Aaron Rodgers? Hey, how about, how about them Packers? That's <laughs> my dad used to say that all the time. And you know what? I, I'm excited for the, the Jordan love era. I'm excited to see him grow. Um, I'm excited to see him um, work in an offense that's built for him as opposed to filling in for, you know, a hall of fame guy that yeah. has <laughs> very specific talents that he might not. So, right. you know, also I let's hear it for Jordan loves mom who comes to every game and the, the cameras go and search her out and she doesn't always have the best seats, but she's there yelling for her little boy and, Aww. you know, yeah. Oh. I mean, it, it reminds me of how our families are, you know, oh. and doesn't matter if you get the best seats, you go and you cheer, you cheer your boy on, you cheer your, your family on. <laughs> okay, that's enough Packer talk, darn it. Um, oh, well, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I won't tell any Vikings jokes. <laughs> oh, well, it's funny. Uh, you know, that anti-vaxxer uh, broke his leg in New York or did tore his He's out for the rest of the season, so his Achilles tendon snap. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. hard one. Yeah, I mean, you hate to see you hate to see injury for anybody, and um, I, I, I will say that I, I loved watching, or you know, Aaron Rodgers' first game I missed 
because I had to be in um, a birthing class before I had my daughter. She's going to be turning 15 in like a week. So wow. it's it's kind of a, a an interesting uh, like time continuum being like, oh, right. my God, that's the last time we had a new quarterback. It was before my daughter was born. She's going to be 15 soon. Um, wow. Like, well, I was I was kind of hoping that it would be like what Brett Favre he went to the Jets for a year and then came to the Vikings for a couple of years, and so we were we were we were warming up a seat for Aaron Rodgers to to come in here uh, next year, but now he's uh, and, uh, go ahead. Uh, and I'm sure that, that the Jets are are will, are going to be excited to welcome Jordan Love to their team in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good, good one. <laughs> okay, I've just lost it. That was a good one. <laughs> From politics to Jordan Love to, to Packer Talk here in uh, AM 950 in Minnesota and all over civic media in Wisconsin. So I, I'm sure people, some people are really enjoying this. But hey. Uh, Robert, got- Robert, I'm I'm a hinunk of many talents. <laughs> Well, I'm a legend in my own mind. So uh. <laughs> it takes all kinds. We need all of us. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, uh, was that what you wanted to talk about, or or do you have a, some emerge updates? <laughs> I, I I do actually. I I'm really excited because uh, Emerge Wisconsin is accepting applications. Our applications did open up. I was excited to announce it last week but unfortunately that that rsv had me down for the count and i was in bed sleeping and hydrating and like that was my only job but um our applications are open um i would love to see other native people other other wonkshiks um submit their applications to emerge wisconsin you can go to wi.emergeamerica.org. We have a pop-up and um, you can just click that and it'll take you directly to the um, application. And, you know, I do want to mention that if you don't live in Wisconsin, um, but are considering running for office, um, first of all, let me tell you, you should do it. Please run. Um, Mm -hmm. And that I consider myself or or I want to be, make myself available. Mm -hmm. And if you have any questions about running for office, um, you know, you can always email me at Arvina, A-R-V-I-N-A at emergewi.org. And I am happy to, if you don't live in Wisconsin, um, to, to find, help you find a candidate training program, either virtual or um, um, in, in your area. Um, you know, I just, we just, or I just um, was contacted by one of our relatives from Nebraska who mm-hmm. is interested in running for office. And, you know, she, she reached out to me and I reached out to our national staff to find out, all right, what do we have or what do we, what, what kind of programs do either we or our partners have that are accessible to somebody in Nebraska? And so mm-hmm. even if if you live in a state that doesn't have a merge, or if you are not, if you don't identify as a woman and still and want to run for office, um, and therefore, you know, you can't participate in an merge, you can still send me an email, and I will uh, do my best to find something that can help train you. Um, so we can make our voices heard. You know, I, I, I talk about this all the time and, but you know, it's really part of, it seems so cliche and weird to say, but it's really part of my life's work. This is what I care about and Mm -hmm. making sure that we're being represented at every level of government. Um, and it's, it's really important that we do that. It's really important that we have native perspectives on as many, I mean, similar to what former um, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg said when they when she was asked how many women are enough and she says when there are nine. Mm-hmm. We, how many how many native people or how many how many legislative bodies or how many governmental 
uh, you know, electeds do you need? We need we need to be represented on every level, on every body, and 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 I want to be here to help make that happen. So if you have any designs, if you've had any thoughts or even just kind of like inklings, like maybe, you know, like there's this thing that's happening in our schools or, or here, here we are. And, and every year we have issues with, you know, our, our school board saying our graduates can't put their eagle feathers on their graduation caps or, you know, our schools are okay with playing schools with native mascots and subjecting our youth to these racist chants. Your voice is important and, and make it heard. And, and this is a great way to do it. And, and I want to be here to support you as far as, as much as I can. So check us out. Great, great way to end this segment. We're going to have Bob Blake from Red Lake on next, and we're going to have Viking talk. Oh, no, just kidding. I see that hat. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio. Thanks, Irvine. I'll see you Saturday. I'll be masking up to maybe, I don't know, I should probably always have a mask on. We'll be right back (laughs) after this short break with Bob Blake and the Solar Bear with the Solar News. Oh, Be a vaccinative. It's time to come together and talk about the urgent need to stay up to date on COVID-19 vaccinations to protect our heritage, our loved ones, and our future. Throughout history, we have always faced challenges, and today we must protect our culture and loved ones. This is our opportunity to ensure that our tribal gatherings once again resound with joy and celebration where the echoes of our ancestors guide our steps. It's a chance to care for our elders, cherishing their wisdom and stories for generations to come. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Let us unite, resilient as ever, and show the world the strength of the Native American community. Together, we shape a future where our traditions thrive, our children learn from our ancestors, and our people flourish once more. So be a vaccinative and learn more about staying up to date with your COVID vaccinations at health.state.mn. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. You work hard for every cent you make. You have bills and you have goals. Choose a bank that's going to support you along the way. That's fair financial banking. No overdraft fees, no minimum balance. No credit score required. Call 651-262-2173 to talk to a fair financial enroller to open your account today. Keep more of your money. That's fair. Fairfinancial.org. Fair is a program of Prepare Plus Prosper, a nonprofit organization and is not a bank. Banking services are provided by Sunrise Banks N.A., member FDIC. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Good one, Robert. Hey, Robert, Robert, before we uh, get going here, we have a, a ticket giveaway here. Uh, Haley, do you think you could? Uh, la- yesterday, uh, Rusty Nail was his name uh, that won the tickets uh, yesterday, and uh, we got more tickets to give away today. Yes. So we got the Ray Bonavilla and Corey Medina and Brothers show this uh, Friday at 8 p.m. at the Cedar Cultural Center, which is 416 Cedar Avenue South in Minneapolis. Uh, we've got two pairs. We've got uh, two pairs of tickets to give away. So I'm going to throw the number up if you're watching on our Facebook or YouTube live here. Uh, but I will also read it off again. Ray Bonneville and Corey Medina and Brothers, 8 p.m. this Friday at the Cedar Cultural Center in Minneapolis. 
For your chance to win tickets, give us a call right now at 952-946-6205. Again, that's 952-946-6205 for the Ray Bonneville, Corey Medina, and Brothers show this Friday. Call early and call often. We got tickets to give away. Hey, we're here with Bob Blake with the Solar Bear with the Solar News. And Bob, uh, before we get uh, going with some solar news, uh, we really got to wonder about this preseason stuff. The Vikings seemed a little uh, out of sync there, uh, like they need some more practice or something. I don't know. They look terrible, Robert. (laughs) (laughs) This is terrible. There is no way that they should have lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home um, in the last two, uh, you know, three and outs you know, the last two possessions of the game, that is unacceptable. That's right. And I knew you'd have something to say about that, but uh, let's uh, go. And I only care if the, uh, if the Vikings win two games. And um, I said that when Brett Favre was here too, he could go two, and I guess it's 15 now. He could go two and 15 as long as he beats the Packers twice a year and uh, quiets up these uh, Packer fans that I run into all the time. I I, I had a friend, Robert, that uh, had a baby about four or five months ago now, and I was congratulating him. And I said, I I feel so bad for him. And he's like, he looked at me kind of puzzling, and he's like, why? I said, because he's boarded to being a Vikings fan, a Twins fan. (laughs) (laughs) A Minnesota fan. Yeah. Always disappointed. He's going to be disappointed every year. Uh, Well, we did have a run, but it was like way before Haley was born, and uh, we had the Twins win the World Series there uh, in 87 and 91. And I I still remember that, even though I was in my 30s and late 20s, but uh, I haven't seen much lately. And they can't beat the Yankees either. So, But the Yankees won't be in the playoffs, which will be good. And the Mets aren't either. But, uh, yeah, come on, Twins. Yeah. They got pitching but no hitting now. Well, I, I do have to admit, I, I was – I mean, I'm a, I am still like the Lynx. I'm a big Lynx fan. Yeah, and, absolutely. And they won those WNBA championships. So um, that was like, you know, at least that happened for us. At least we had the Lynx, I mean, is the way that I was looking at it. Well, and that's been a while ago now, too. <laughs> yeah, now, that's been a while ago. Exactly. So here we are back stuck at being a Minnesota fan. Oh, well. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Robert. Yeah. So, you know, what's going on right now is the co-ops are going after, you know, $970 million here in the, you know, in the um, state of Minnesota. Um, and we have co-ops across the country that are banding together to, to get involved with this um, uh, stuff that's coming out of, you know, for the Inflation Reduction Act um, for clean energy funds. Right. And so mm-hmm. this is I, I just want to put a, a fire underneath the tribes here. Um, you know, you, you, you see what the co-ops are doing. Everyone is, you know, they're going to go after this because they want to. I think that what they want to do is they want to kind of follow what the tribes want to do is essentially you know, create their own energy, sell it to their own community members, right? Um, Because, you know, we all know that renewable energy is really cheap right now. So, you know, this is where the co-ops are going now. You know, uh, you know, why buy it from, you know, MISO or the big guys and then sell it to the little guys like us, so to speak, Um, you know, when they can just go ahead and generate the power and then distribute it themselves and make all the profits themselves. So, you know, just so tribes know that, you know, this is currently going down right now. They're going after these funds, too, and this is the avenue that they're going to be taking. And I just want the tribes to understand that, you know, that this is, um, you know, we you, you got to get on your horse. You got to get rolling. Um, yeah. and, and, um, and, and for that fact, Robert, um, uh, you know, at Native Sun, we are putting together a big grant where it's called the Solar for All Grant. And we are including all the tribes into this particular grant. So um, if you are, you know, ahead of one of these tribes here that work on energy issues for your community, please get in touch with me. Uh, your tribe is already in it, Robert, because you said to go, go ahead and, and put them in it. So we've got a really good grant. We're in partnership with the state of Minnesota on this. So this looks we have some really good partners on this. And uh, we feel like, you know, we're going to we'll we'll, uh, we'll have a good chance at getting this 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 uh, grant. But it's all about bringing community solar into um, the tribal communities 
and the tribes uh, going ahead and, and them, you know, running these programs. You know what I mean? So these yeah. are the kinds of things that we have to do. Um, and um, so we can go ahead and, and make sure that uh, tribes are at the forefront of, of, you know, this funding and this technology. And, of course, the economic development that's going to be created off of these energy sources for their communities. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, let's get on it. And uh, I know I'm trying to do my best, too. And uh, we'll be talking real so- soon to uh, Solar Bear and uh, Native Sun here in the nation, Ho-Chunk Nation. So uh, it's it's imperative. So great it, news and, and great work, as always. And, and, and I just want to send out a quick shout out to uh, Kate Knuth. Who is the who is the new uh, Minnesota agency uh, Minnesota climate director? Um, Kate uh, is a good friend of mine. Um, you know, she uh, uh, former lawmaker. Um, anyways, Kate was the one that wrote the kind of the I, she wrote the the first original draft for Native Son. So mm. uh, now she's she's obviously run for mayor for Minneapolis. She's uh, you know, she's uh, going to be the climate director for the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency now. Wow. Um, they got a great write-up in her for her on the Minnesota our Midwest Energy News. And I just want to say, Kate, uh, you know, thank you for all your help. And, you know, I, I don't know if Native Sun would have gotten off the ground with, you know, uh, some of your direction that you've helped, helped me with. And I'm so proud of you and, and all the great work you're doing with the MPCA. And, um, you know, keep, keep it up because we, we need climate champions like you that are up there in positions of power and, you know, are really working for the people like yourself, Mr. Pilot. Yes. Yes. We got to dodge those arrows from the naysayers, but, uh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. I hear you there, Bob. Uh, what else you got going on? We got a a shortened segment because I guess we, we we were into Packer talk here in the last segment, but, uh, (laughs) give us another one. Yeah, um, I, I just want to uh, just give, give a quick update on something else, too. Virtual power plants, um, you know, these are kind of where you're going to produce the power and you're going to sell it out onto the market, right, mm-hmm. uh, is kind of a breakdown of it. So say you have a solar array and you make an agreement, say the Ho-Chunk Nation makes an agreement with Pepsi, you know, and they buy the power from the Ho-Chunk Nation. Um, having these virtual power plants around the country – um are are, are gonna um meet 20 percent of the demand peak in the future by 2030 so you know everyone's gonna kind of start doing this now robert but this is a perfect opportunity for I, I believe tribal nations to get involved in this game and to create some economic uh development and some uh cash flow for their community so uh that's it for the solar bear with the solar news Hey, love you, Bob Blake. Let's talk. Uh, we'll have a NFC SmackDown talk here next weekend uh, before uh, Arvina and uh, the Piker, Packers and the Vikings SmackDown talk, and I think you're involved with that. So we'll be back uh, tomorrow. You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. Now. <laughs> <laughs>